Can I ask all of you all to stand up? We want to welcome everybody. We want to welcome all our visitors and all the campuses, uh, San Ysidro, San Marcos, City Heights, East County, uh, Juvenile Hall, and Donovan State Prison, all the people in the military, and everybody else watching online. Let's give all of you out there a big hand. God bless you all. Um, all week I've been thinking about all this stuff that's happened in our country. What, what, which one am I going to highlight? So let me say it this way. Um, in light of all that's happening, the uh, embarrassing, shameful remarks by the president, uh, the, the terrorism in Barcelona, the police that was shot two days ago, six police officers shot, two dead, uh, all the protesting, uh, the Spirit of God wants you to know he is still on the throne. And despite what you may feel and think, you may feel fear and uneasiness, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of sonship by which we call Abba Father. And I want to encourage you that God is doing something. And as kingdom warriors, we need to see life and events in the world, in our own life, in the country, in the world, uh, through God's eyes, his plan. And even though it's evil and even though it's wrong and all that kind of stuff, God is doing something. Uh, and he's stirring up people that they're going to want him because they're going to see that their way is not going to work out. So that's what, that's what I'm going to give you that word of encouragement. And I want to encourage you today that the Holy Spirit wants you to trust him. He wants you to love him. He wants to empower you, listen to this, so you can love him better. That's it. He wants to fill you with his powerful presence. He wants to transform your life so you can better love him and love other people. That's it. Lord, thank you so much for being who you are. Thank you so much that you do not change. You're the same yesterday. You're the same eternity past, eternity future as you are right now. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to look to someone. I want you to find somebody. We did this last week that doesn't look like you and they can't be someone you came with. And I want you to tell them that you love them and God loves them as well. Amen? Find somebody. Find somebody. Amen. Amen. Let's do this, church. Let's do this. Let's do this. Amen. How many of y'all excited for God? How many of y'all excited for God? Amen. Yeah. The devil does not want us talking about what we're going to talk about today. He never wants us talking about this, but he definitely doesn't want to talk about what we're going to talk about today. So therefore, we're going to talk about it. Let's get our Bibles up in the air and wave them like you just don't can. A count of three, say word. One, two, three, say word. Very good. I, I don't want to ever tell you not to turn to something in the Bible, but we're going to have so many verses that are in your lesson plan uh, we'll just go with that because I'm going to have you read a bunch of verses today. You're not going to have time to turn to them because we got too many. It's going to take too long, but we're going to put them up on the screen. So get your lesson plan out, please, and a pen because we're going to give you a lot of fillings and some ammunition for you to take home and take to the people you know. Uh, this will be one of the most important messages you ever hear. I will say it again. This will be one of the most important messages you ever hear. Experience. Uh, my wife and I met uh, in 1980, 37 years ago. I was 20 years old. She was 30. <laughs> I was walking down the street and I heard, I, I just heard this purring in the, in the bushes and this cougar just grabbed, grabbed me. 
<laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> so anyway, we, 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 we uh, 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 she's not 10 years older than me. Uh, so we, um, we hung out for a little while. We weren't dating. And then one day, I used to play the piano a little bit. I used to make some songs up. And I was, you know, just, I used to play for her. One day I was playing for her. And I closed the piano. And I said, we need to talk about this relationship. And she knew what I was saying was, let's take it to the next level and actually be a, an item, uh, you know, start officially dating. I want to talk to you today about your relationship with the Holy Spirit and taking it to another level where you love him more, he is able to love through you more. Can I get an amen? Okay, we were talking about Kingdom Warrior. Let's do a quick review. If you haven't been here for the last few weeks, uh, we started a series called Kingdom Warrior, that we are all kingdom warriors. Many of you stood up to say, I want to be a kingdom warrior. So let's do a little review. We'll do our kingdom warrior prayer, then we'll get into the message. Um, everyone sit, sit up straight, get your booty back in your seat, and let's get ready. We're going to do a lot of activity today. Amen. Look at the person next to you, say, are you ready? Very good. Who is our teacher? It's not a trick question. Say the Holy Spirit. Who is our teacher? When we come here, we come into the presence of? Very good. We're not coming to each other's presence even though we are, but we're coming here to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Okay, who, who is our teacher? Very good. Um, there are how many kingdoms in the spiritual world? The kingdom of and the kingdom of D-word. Very good. The kingdom of and the kingdom of the? Very good. And those two kingdoms are at? Very good. They are at? Very good. Everyone say war. This is a fact. There is no, there's two kingdoms. They're at war. You cannot be outside of that war. A warrior is a relentless, trained, fierce what? Say fighter. We're talking about being a kingdom warrior. A kingdom warrior of God's kingdom does two things about the kingdom. He, what, what, D words. Say declare. A kingdom warrior declares the kingdom of God and a kingdom warrior does what to the kingdom of God? Say demonstrate. Say demonstrate. You cannot demonstrate the kingdom of God without the power of God and you cannot demonstrate the power of God without the Holy Spirit because that's where the power comes from. You're wasting your time. Without the Holy Spirit, you have zero power in the kingdom. So as a kingdom warrior, you do two things about the kingdom of God. You what? Say it again. Or with your voice and with the power of God through your life, through what you say, through what you do, et cetera, et cetera. The other thing about the kingdom, a kingdom war, it does what? A D word to the, to the uh, works of the devil. Say destroy. A kingdom warrior destroys the works of the devil. First John 3, 8. We're here to destroy the works of the devil. Death, disease, lying, discouragement, depression, etc. So God has given us and has offers us the power to overcome the works of the devil in our life and other people's lives. Are you following me? You are not a kingdom warrior because you go to church. You're a kingdom warrior because you declare the kingdom of God is here and you demonstrate the kingdom of God through the power of God and you do that by the Holy Spirit. Can I get amen? Very good. We got a, we got a kingdom warrior prayer. If you weren't here, we're going to say this out loud. A kingdom warrior prayer on the count of three. Say it. Take a deep breath in. One, two, three. Heavenly Father, as a kingdom warrior, my desire is to demonstrate the kingdom of God with my life, destroying the works of the devil. As a kingdom warrior, I must have a clear understanding of my identity in Christ. My identity will dictate the authority and the power you have given me. As a kingdom warrior, I cannot fulfill my mission without the Spirit of God moving through my life. Say therefore loud. Therefore. Holy Spirit, 
I give you permission to fill me with your powerful anointing, fall upon me, and equip me for the battle of a warrior. We're going to do that today. Very simple. It's going to be great. As a kingdom warrior, I must have a renewed mind in order to take every thought captive, dwelling only on your thoughts that you are acceptable to you. So when, 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 when the Bible says God loves you and another voice says God doesn't love you, there's a conflict. You got to take that thought captive and say, no, the thought that God doesn't love me, I take that thought and say, no. Okay, next one. As a kingdom warrior, I will create an atmosphere of faith by speaking life to everyone I meet. As a kingdom warrior, I will view every situation from your perspective, focusing on what you are doing more than what Satan is doing. As a kingdom warrior, my hands must carry the powerful anointing of God that breaks the spiritual change on people's lives. There should be one more. Okay, okay, anyway. Okay, get your notes out, get your notes out. Baptism. Baptism means to immerse, saturate, or overwhelm. Baptism means to immerse, saturate, or overwhelm. Everyone say immerse. Say saturate. Say overwhelm. The Bible talks about three baptisms Three different kinds of baptisms in the Bible. The first kind is baptism by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. When you ask Christ to be your Savior, you are baptized into the body of Christ. Let's read the verse, First uh, Corinthians twelve thirteen. Let's read this. All, by the way, we're going to read a lot today, but I want to get you actively. I want this word to be in your heart and your mind. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, have all been made to drink into one spirit. So when you are saved, you are baptized into the body of Christ. When you get saved, you receive the Holy Spirit. Everyone say, when I get saved... I received the Holy Spirit. No question. Okay? That's the first baptism. Or that is a bap- very, the first and most important baptism. The next baptism is water baptism into discipleship. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. You can read these later. Let's look on the screen. Let's read that together. And Jesus came and spoke saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always into the end of the age. Amen. The first time I read that and it says lo, I thought that was a friend named Lorenzo. That, I have a friend named Lorenzo named lo. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's what I thought. First baptism is baptism into the body of Christ. I received the Holy Spirit. Second baptism is in water. And the third baptism, which we're going to talk about today, is the baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. Where Jesus baptized you in the Holy Spirit or with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit comes upon you or the Holy Spirit fills you. Same thing. Let me have my body, soul, and spirit up here on the screen. Let's read. We're going to read four verses. Now, in every single gospel, there is an account of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Why? Because that's so critical. And in every single gospel, each evangelist, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, say and teach that Jesus will baptize us in the Holy Spirit. John baptized in water, and he says, and Jesus, and by the way, uh, in Matthew and Luke, Jesus is baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
himself. After he comes out of the water, the Holy Spirit comes on him and fills him. Okay, so I'm going to read four verses, one from each, chapter, each gospel, that is going to say that Jesus is going to baptize us in the Holy Spirit. Let's read that. I, this, is, uh, this is Matthew. Uh, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. This is John speaking. But he who's coming after me is mightier than I whose sandal. Let's, let's read this all together. I want to hear some, some, some uh, y'all, y'all with me? Okay, let's read that. Okay, let's start that over one more time. Let's go back to the beginning. One, two, three. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandal I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The Holy Spirit is represented by fire a lot of times because it burns stuff out of our life. Uh, next one, Mark. Mark 1.8. One, two, three. I indeed baptize you with water. But he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Luke. John answered saying, I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I is coming whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John 1.33. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptized with the Holy Spirit. Is it clear that Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit? Is it clear that you have the Holy Spirit when you get saved? Are you following me? Very good. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through this process and see it happen with the disciples. Letter A in your notes. Letter A in your notes. The disciples received the Holy Spirit. The disciples... Receive. We're going to see them receive it, and we're going to see them then get baptized in it. Because many of you have been saved, and you have received the Holy Spirit, but you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay? Matter of fact, let's look at the screen real quick. The first baptism, when you get saved, you're spiritual, you are spiritually born again. You are a new creature. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You're made alive, seated in heaven. You're in Christ. Christ lives in you. You're seated in heaven next to the Father in Christ. This is what happens on the first baptism when you are baptized into the body of Christ. On a spiritual level, you are made alive. Are you following me? You're full of God right here. And then you are baptized in the body. Your flesh and blood, your bones go into water, and you are baptized in the water. Third baptism, you need to get all this junk out of your life. Why is it that many people who are saved, they go to church for years, Read Bible, have Bible study, and yet they still live in fear, jealousy, anger, envy, lust, racism, depression, and all other negative thoughts like, and emotions like that. Don't raise your hand, but some of you know exactly, I would imagine all of us have some, realize that to some degree that you've been walking with God, you've been learning, and yet you're still struggling with some of the same things you were struggling with before you got saved, and or some of them might have gone away a little bit, but you're struggling with them all the time, yet you are completely born again, completely a new creation, creation, all is gone as new as come, you're sealed, you're made alive, you're seated in heaven, yet this is absolutely true, you couldn't be any more righteous here because you have the righteousness of Jesus Christ, Philippians chapter 3 tells us. But yet you have this junk in your life. Why is this so different? Something has to happen here. And this one has to be baptized, immersed, saturated with the Spirit of God. Are y'all following me? So letter A in your notes, the disciples received the Holy Spirit. The disciples received the Holy Spirit when Jesus blew on them. John 20, verse 22. Let's read it. 
When he had said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. This is Jesus saying to them, breathe, uh, receive the Holy Spirit. Did the disciples receive the Holy Spirit? Yes. This is not a trick question. Did the disciples receive the Holy Spirit? Yes. Very good. Okay, here we go. Don't get hung up on this being dark brown and this being white. I know we got a lot of race stuff going on in our country. Don't, don't trip. Don't trip. It's just milk and chocolate syrup. Uh, are we good? Okay, are we good? Okay, okay. <laughs> when you get saved, you receive the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit going in this thing? Is the Holy Spirit going in this thing? Okay, is the Holy Spirit in this milk? It's not a trick. The, the chocolate represents the Holy Spirit. It's just a metaphor. It has nothing to do with the colors. It's just a metaphor. Is the, cho- is the Holy Spirit in this soul right here? In this, in this person, very good. So when the disciples received the Holy Spirit when they got saved, okay? Look at letter B. Jesus told them after this happened, wait for the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Ha, 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 They just, no, no. Wait for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. Let's read that. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. Everyone say wait. Wait. For the promise of the Holy Spirit, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. We just read four times in each, once in each gospel. Remember John said, I'm going to baptize you in the water, but he is going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Here now Jesus is telling the disciples after they received the Holy Spirit to be saved. He says, remember John told you I was going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit? That hasn't happened yet. Don't go anywhere. In other words, you've walked with me for three years. You've seen the miracles. You've heard me argue with the, with, the, with the Pharisees and you've witnessed all of that. You, I've modeled it to you. Peter, you walked on water. You're still not ready. You're not ready. You don't have the power yet. You don't have the, the love. You don't, ha- you don't have with the presence of the Holy Spirit powerfully in, upon you in order to do what you got to do. So I want you to wait and I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. There are many of us in this room, you are watching online in one of the campuses, you've prayed to receive Christ and you have no power in your life. This is why. All right, you have it. Is the Holy Spirit in this, in this class? You have it in you. Okay, he says, I want you to wait. Okay, number three, let us see. It says, the, ba- the disciples were baptized or filled with the Holy Spirit. The, baptized, the, the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit. They received the Holy Spirit in John. Then Jesus said, I want you to wait because just as you were told, I was gonna, I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Different than giving it to you for salvation. Let's read Acts chapter 2. One, two, three. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire. And one sat on each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now let me deal with the tongue thing before I get to my illustration. Some of y'all think, well, if I don't speak in tongues, do I not have the Holy Spirit? No. 
There's people who do not speak in tongues that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. In this, as a matter of fact, there's different kinds of tongues. There's a prayer language that you can have where you are just praying to God and, the, and actually the Spirit is praying through you, which is, can you imagine that? Matter of fact, I saw, I don't know what, it was 2020 or something, they did an experiment where they hooked electrodes up to a, to a guy's head, a pastor, and he was, when he was praying in English, his brain was activated, and when he prayed in tongues, his brain, his frontal cortex was silent. And the Bible says when you pray in the spirit, your, you, your understanding is unfruitful. It's not a mental thing. It's a spiritual thing. <laughs> now, you, you, you may say you don't want that. That's cool. But I think that's re- crazy, ridiculous, amazing. That's a different kind of tongue than this tongue. This tongue was where they were actually praising the mighty works of God in different languages. Different kind of tongue. There's different kind of tongues. Do you have to do that? Nope. But when you see what happens, the spirit of God just wants to empower you for service. He wants to empower you with love. He wants to transform your life. He wants to deal with all this garbage in your life. Okay, so we saw that the, 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 the disciples received the Holy Spirit. Can I get amen? Is the Holy Spirit in here? And then he told them, I want you to wait because I'm going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And they're sitting there going, we already got it. He says, wait, you're not baptized yet. And guess what happened? The whole house had a rushing wind through the house. And the head was tongues of fire on them. And the Holy Spirit came in. And, and guess what happened? This is what happened. Whew, baby. Don't get hung up on it's brown. That's okay. It's okay. What can brown do for you? What happened was when they were baptized in the spirit, the spirit that was laying on the bottom there, all of a sudden went through their whole being. And guess what happened? They have power, love, and a sound mind. No more fear, anxiety, depression, lust, racism. Does it happen instantly where you're all of a sudden perfect? No, but that's where the power is going to come from. You're not going to fix yourself. So you can be saved and say, I checked the box, I prayed the prayer, and now I'm saved. And God says, now I want to empower you. Why is it different steps? you got to ask God for that. I don't know. I can't explain that. But I'm going to tell you this. God wants to empower you, fill you, saturate your mind, your thoughts, your perception, everything about your life so you see things as he sees them. Now you might say, what happens when that happens? What's going to happen to my life? You're going to be more like Jesus. You're going to think more like Jesus. You're going to talk to people more like Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is now going to be influencing your words, influencing your perception, influencing your encouragement, influencing how you receive criticism. He's going to give you more patience, more love, more joy, more self-control. You, he, is you, people are going to experience the spirit of God when they experience you. That's what it is. It's not where I get saved and I have information in my head. Now let me try to do what the information is. Now the Holy Spirit is actually doing it through you, compatible with the information you have. But it's spirit-powered. Can I get amen? Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is what God wants to do to you. He wants to saturate your thoughts and your minds. And when people say, well, I don't know what the spirit's going to do, let me ask you, has the Holy Spirit ever, ever, ever been anything more than a gentleman, loving, patient, encouraging? When I was worshiping God, worshiping today, the Holy Spirit said, man, I wish wish they could just know me. I wish they could just trust me because I just want to love them better. I want them to experience me more intimately. 
I don't want it to be such a religious or intellectual relationship or connection or institutional connection where they just do a couple of tasks and they think that me and him are good. I want them to, I want, I want to be part of every aspect of their life. Some of you have relationships in your family that just don't go right and, they, they, and they're just not going right. They haven't been going right for years. Guess what? The Spirit of God can deal with that. The Spirit of God can deal with your fear. Some of you are laying in bed or driving down the street and all of a sudden this fear comes upon you. You don't know where it is. It's a spiritual battle. The Bible says you have not been given a spirit of fear. It's actually an activity of a spirit. But God has given you the spirit of sonship, the Holy Spirit, by which you call Abba Father. At the same time, fear can come upon you. Great joy can come upon you. Vision. And you could be talking to someone and God and the Holy Spirit because he's all up in your business now. The Holy Spirit can say, hey, this person... Um, I know they're being grumpy right now, but them, their, their, their uncle is sick. The Holy Spirit can tell you that. Why? Because the Holy Spirit's God. He knows everything. And then the Holy Spirit can say, why don't you ask if you could pray for them? The question is, are you going to comply? You're a kingdom warrior. You want to defeat the works of the devil, declare and demonstrate the kingdom of God. Well, you're not the one demonstrating it. It's the spirit doing it through you, but you are complying. That's what it is. It's about Holy Spirit, God, and direct me. I was at the hospital the other day for someone else, and I was going to all the different places in the hospital, and I kept seeing people from the rock or from the neighborhood or whatever. And every, every instant, God, I said, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do in this one? He said, I want you to go over there and just, uh, just uh, shake her hand. Because I waved someone. I said, go over there and just tell her God bless her. Okay, this is what you want me to do. Is I pray with this person. Hey, do you do this person? Oh, you stay away from that person. No, I'm kidding. He's there. <laughs> Are y'all following what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Very good. Let's 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 go to letter D. Letter D. We're going to read some verses about other believers being baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is very important for you to understand. After you get saved, you get water baptized, and then the Holy Spirit wants to come upon you. And we're going to see in a minute. It's something that you can do every single day. Okay. Let's read. Acts chapter 8, verse 12 to 17. It's a little long one. Let's read this. These are Samaritans. They believed, and then they were baptized in the Spirit. One, two, three. When they believed, Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone say it together with me. Both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. And was amazed seeing the miracles and signs which were done. By the way, the Holy Spirit does miracles. You don't need the Holy Spirit to feed yourself unless there's, you have something wrong with you. You can't feed yourself. You don't need the Holy Spirit to walk down the street unless you can't walk. The Holy Spirit does supernatural things. That's what he does. He gave us the ability to do this. But he has not given us the ability to fly. He has not given us the ability to heal somebody. He has not given us the ability to know something about someone that we have never had input in our head. He does that. Remember, you are, we are called to declare and demonstrate the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom that has supernatural spiritual power. And the kingdom of the devil is a spiritual kingdom that has power. So you have to decide which kingdom are you going to serve. Let's read that verse one more time. I'll get back to it. He was amazed seeing the miracles. Last sentence, starting with the word now, one, two, three. Now when the apostles were at Jerusalem heard that the Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. 
For as yet he had not fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. They, 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 received, they, they were baptized in Jesus' name. They believed in Jesus' name. And then Peter just said, hey, we're going to walk 33 miles or horse, whatever, to pray for them that they may receive the Holy Spirit in baptism. Another, next one. Acts chapter 10, I believe it is. While Peter was still, still speaking words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also for they heard them speaking with tongues and magnified God. Acts 19. And it happened while Apollos... Can I, can, I can, I can I get some, some, some enthusiasm in here? <laughs> Is this too many verses for y'all? Too much Bible for y'all? Very good. So let's, let's shout it out. I know you're thinking. I know your mind's going. Let's shout it out. Let's, let's put a little more infinite. One, two, three. And it happened. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some of the disciples, he said, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, into what were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Paul said, John indeed baptized you with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. They believed, they were baptized in water, they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you get saved, do you receive the Holy Spirit? Not a trick. When you get saved, do you receive the Holy Spirit? This means yes. And then you were baptized in water. And then does every gospel and the Acts say there's another baptism that Jesus wants to baptize you in the Holy Spirit? Is that baptism something that I would think you would seek and want? Is that baptism something you should be afraid of? Is that baptism something that's going to empower you to love God more than you can now? Is that, is that baptism something that's going to empower you to declare and demonstrate the kingdom of God more than you can in your own strength? Can you demonstrate and declare the kingdom of God in your own strength? Zero. Not with any power. Letter D. Letter E. Paul taught us to continually be continually baptized in the spirit. Everyone say continually. Say continually. Let's read it. On three, one, two, three. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. By a show of hands, how many of y'all been drunk before? Raise your hand. Man, we need AA up in here. <laughs> Let's do that one more time. Elbow above the ear, elbow above the ear. Okay, very good. Look it up. Man. <laughs> I've been drunk before. Uh, when you're drunk, your senses are impaired. You see different, you walk different, you act different, you perceive things differently. You may have a little more joy, at least in the beginning. And then it wears off, and if you want to get that feeling again, you have to get drunk again, drink again. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you see differently, you walk with God differently, you have some joy you might not have. 
However, if you don't continue to pursue God and you mentally push him away, rationalize, I don't need that anymore, it'll wear off. And guess what will come back? Fear, jealousy, anger, envy, lust. It's a constant battle. Can I get an amen? Constant, day in and day out. So what we're going to do in a minute, we're just going to ask God to fill us. It's very simple. It's going to be something like this. Dear God, we're going to, actually we're going to have a prayer for salvation included in this prayer, but I got saved. I've been baptized in the water. I want you to fill me with the Spirit of God so I can love you better. The Bible says the Holy Spirit pours out the love of God in our hearts. I want more of God's love in my life. I want more of God's wisdom in my life. I want more of God's power. I want a sound mind. It's very simple. And, and then the Bible says we just read, be continued filled, which means to continue to stir the gift that was given you by the laying on of hands. First, Second Timothy tells us, if I let this sit for a few hours, the chocolate would settle to the bottom and it would become white again. You have to continually stir it. You've seen that before in your chocolate milk glass. Why? Because when you, when you pray for the Holy Spirit to come, you feel great. You, you may have vision. And guess what? The next day you're tripping again. <laughs> Or the next week you're tripping again or two weeks later because the devil's very patient. Last verse we're going to look at. Letter F. Believers are promised the Holy Spirit if they ask. Well, what do I got to do to get it? Just ask. Look what it says. Luke eleven thirteen. If you then, being evil, know how to give good... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just reading myself. One, two, three... If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Ah. Oh. So here's what we're going to do. In all the campuses, I want you to listen very carefully. If you say, you know what, yeah, I believe that I was baptized into the body of Christ when I got saved. I, I believe I need to be water baptized. I get that. And you know what, I want more of the Holy Spirit in my life. I would like to be immersed in the Holy Spirit. I would like him to saturate my soul. I would like to be filled with his love so I can experience his love and express his love. I want to experience more of his power in my life for my good and for the good of the people he wants me to minister to. I want all that. And by the way, I trust the Holy Spirit. Whatever he's going to want to do in my life, he's not going to make you do something that you're not yielded to. That's not how he rolls. It's a relationship. So in a minute, I'm going to ask you in a minute to stand if you would like to pray with us. And you know how we lift our hands when we praise God like that? We're going to do that, but we're going to put our hands here. Why? You probably can't hold your hands up that long anyway. And I don't want you to get, and, and, and I don't want you to stand. I don't, I don't want you to not know what to do with your hands and stand there like this. Dear God, I feel me. I really trust you. That's not a good posture. This is a posture of reception. No magic to it. You don't have to do it. It's a posture of, Lord, get, fill me. And then I'm going to pray for you. And then after I pray, the campuses are going to, we're all campuses are going to split up and then we're going to sing a song. And we're just going to praise God for what he's done. What are you going to feel? You don't know. You may feel nothing. It doesn't change the fact that by faith you've asked God to fill you. That's all that matters. Because if you ask and you believe, it happened because God said so. And don't go on feeling, oh, am I going to speak in tongues? I have no idea, and don't trip on that. And by the way, if anyone ever tells you, if you don't speak in tongues, you don't have the spirit, say, that's not true, and that's it. Don't, we don't say that. You just pursue 
All the gifts, why do I? Because the giver of the gifts is the Holy Spirit. He has every gift in himself, and he can express anything he wants to you anytime he wants as long as you're yielded to it. Are you following what I'm saying? So the only thing you got to be focused on is, Holy Spirit, I just want all of you in me. I want you to fill me from the top of my head, to the, from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head, basically my whole soul. Luke chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says Jesus was filled in the spirit and he was led into the wilderness to, to confront the devil. Lord, fill me. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm going to ask all of you, if you're interested in that, bow your heads and close your eyes, and I'm going to ask you to stand in a minute. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. Lord, we just want more of you. Nothing more, nothing less. We want more of the Holy Spirit in our life. If you want the Holy Spirit to fill you, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized with the Holy Spirit, have the Holy Spirit come upon you, it's all the same thing. It's exactly what happened to Jesus when he came out of the water, when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. If you would like that, I just want you and all the campuses just to stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. God bless you. 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 Oh, it's on, baby. It's on. It's on. It's on. The devil, he's shaking. The devil's shaking. God bless you. God bless you. Close your eyes. You don't have to, but just close your eyes, put your hands out as though you want to receive something. Again, it's just symbolic, no magic. Pray with me out loud, all the campuses. Pray, dear God, I believe Jesus is Lord, that he died and rose from the dead. Jesus, please forgive me of my sin. I surrender my life to you. Send the Holy Spirit. I believe I stand under an open heaven. Just like you did when you were baptized, Jesus. Send the Holy Spirit. Baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I receive you. I trust you. I give you permission with my soul. I give you permission with my life. Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Baptize me with fire. Transform my life. By faith I receive. The baptism in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Let's give the Lord a big hand.